It is. I was in the grocery store and I saw it and I was like, man, I'm going to buy that even though the date's the wrong way around. I'm Bruce Delicious. You saw it and you thought, boots, man, that looks canny. Slade, <laughs> translate that for me. I know what it is. I want to see if you do. I guess it looks good. Yeah, pretty much. That's because you're drinking iron, bro. You would have never got it before. Exactly. Slay, can you exactly. can you translate this for me? This is something Tim sent to me um, on... 2BFP? Yeah, the, just after it. Can it I... Says, can I, I the most pretentious thing on the well, well, iron, bro? Just, well, just in, in a second. You've got to translate this for me, okay? Okay. I, Hawepet, didn't fret yari, I'll read like, what can well, language is canny, like a warm cup of dry day. Gan on, Himi. Keep your head up and crack on with your bonny smile. Now, nah, gan doon the tune, and you sell a proper study man. What accents the top of must mind? It sounds like a motivational speech, but I have no idea. <laughs> Do you feel empowered? No, I feel confused and concerned. It's a Geordie accent. It's basically saying that your language is good. Go. It feels like a... So what it says is, I away pet is... Yes, hello, pet, or friend, or it's friend. like a term of endearment. Divin fret is don't worry. Your are read like is you are all right. War language is canny. Your language is good. That's our language. War is our. Uh, our language is good. Like a warm cup on a dry day, like a warm tea on a shit day. Um, Gan on, Hinny, keep your head up and crack with a bunny smile. Go on. Hun, whatever, that's another term of endearment. Keep your head up and crack on with a smile. Uh, no, gan doon the tune and get yourself a proper study, man. Means, no, go down the town and get yourself a proper... Is study a beer or a... It's a uh, bread. It's a bread. Bloody hell, a bread. What accent's the toppermost mind? Means, this accent's the best. It's Geordie gibberish. <laughs> I like it. Obviously all, you do because of pain. It's, it's all gibberish. Tim's Tim's rock hard. I'm I'm <laughs> I can cut glass. Because it's very long and very thin. It's pointed at the end. <laughs> I often use me, it in lectures to gesture to whiteboards. <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me what you're gonna tell me about um Iron Bruce Lade. I, I you know what I don't think I can go on from learning more about Tim's penis. But hi, audience. I hope you all enjoyed that as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need to talk about something that happened, gentlemen. Okay. We need to talk about my boomer moment. Oh, no. Come it's, on, also Tim, it's also Tim's fault. That's the other thing. And no, what? I maintain that it's Tim's fault. Yeah, what? it's Tim, Tim's fault as well. So Joey was cleaning up his Google Drive and deleted our list of games for the year. And historic. Yeah. Yeah. All our scores, all our games. Gone. Gone. I'll add them on at some point. So um, Tim has kindly, and he said kindlessly, has kindly (laughs) gone and made another. Like the bastard he is. (laughs) But we can't remember a lot of the games we were going to play, so we're going to have a new list. (laughs) Send your suggestions in, everyone. We've got some things on there. Yeah, the other half of the reason it's Tim's fault is because Tim was sat next to Joey while Joey was deleting things. That's Tim, you should have been responsible. I didn't see. I didn't see him do that. Now it doesn't matter. You were sitting next to him. You've known me for thirty years. You should know by now that you need to be responsible if you're sat next to me. 
Okay, you were, fine. You were guilty by proxy, is what it is. You were, you I've were done one literally nothing, and I'm being shit on for you it. Were, you were one cog in a machine, but you are guilty. I would describe you as a guilty gear. What? Ah, oh, it's full circle. <laughs> Slave <God. laughs> Fucking hell, his chair just broke. <laughs> That's, okay. Is that his $500 secret labs chair? That's yeah. just gone. Is it broken? It, it, that looks like it broke. Well, there's legs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that... Is that gone gone? He can't hear us. No, no, no. It's okay. And it's still... I don't time. know if I have the most faith in that. I'm is okay. That, is that gone gone or is it good? Is what gone gone? Your chair. That's fine. Christ, that's a very dramatic fall. I really enjoyed it. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Just a bruised ego. Bruised elbow, I think. <laughs> I have an owie. <laughs> Speaking of owies, everyone look after your elbows. I'm currently working through a trapped older nerve and it fucking sucks. Tim, tell us what it's actually called. Uh, it's called <laughs> hook. Um, <laughs> it's, um, no, look look after your elbows, everyone. Gosh. Oh yeah, no, you got a bruise coming on, dude. Yeah, lovely. Um, Apparently you bruise like a peach. Good to know. <laughs> I mean, that fall was a lot more than it may have looked like. I know it was slow motion from y'all's perspective. Oh, it didn't look slow motion. It was very <laughs> swift. It felt slow motion. Also, Slade is four foot tall, so he fell about three times the length of any normal person. That That's fatal for most people. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I'm not as tall as you, Joey. I wish I was 5'2". I am 5'2". Only when I wear my big shoes. Um, <laughs> shall I crack on with the episode? Do you want a spoiler warning? Yeah, sure. Okay, don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. This episode contains spoilers for Journey. Oh, I thought we were talking about Halo today. No. You got the wrong episode, boy. Got notes for Journey, Slade? I do, actually. Oh, Frantically good. writing them right now. Welcome to the Game Club. I am your host this week, Joey Fitzgerald. I am joined by the effervescent Tim Fitzgerald. Hello. And the perpetually falling Slade Island. Hello. He's free, free falling. <laughs> Very I, good. Um, I how are you doing, Stop believing. I well am okay, all things considered. How are you? All things considered? What needs to be considered? Well, like I said, the big gripe at the minute is my elbow, uh, but it's getting there. It's on the mend. Okay. Good. Slade, how are you doing? My elbow also hurts. <laughs> is what it your left do? elbow by chance or do what now? Is it your left no, elbow? Right elbow. Ah, we could have been twins. Between you, you have two good elbows. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, a question for you both today. Um but it's not video game related. It's not Ooh. elbow related either. Oh. Um Oh Slade, that looks really sore. That does look sore. <laughs> do you need some ice? Nah, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not video game related. 
You've both said, well, Tim, you haven't, but I know where you are. Slade, you said how hot it is today. Mm-hmm. It is being roasting in the UK. Muggy as mm-hmm. How do you keep cool? Uh, a fan and open windows, depending on the wind. A stellar pair of shades. Is I that, fly is jet. That, is that all we're getting <laughs> from you both? No secret hacks, no fun tips for the, the listener to keep cool. Oh, oh! I actually do have one. Uh, if you don't already, uh, invest in some copper mugs because they can make your drink as chilly as anything. Nice. Slade, any, any um, top tips? Yeah, somebody lives here, just keep the air moving. That's like the biggest help you can have. Yep. Is keep, like, that's why I have the little fan off to the side. It just keeps the air circulating you, around. You have that tiny man stood next to you with a leaf wafting you. With a big yep. palm leaf. Uh, Why didn't he stop me from falling over? <laughs> he was holding the leaf. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't drop the leaf. Um, my top tip for you is to fill a flask half full with water, seal it, put it on its side, and put it in the fridge, freezer, overnight. And then the next day, put a really strong squash in the other side. As it dilutes through the day, you have ice-cold squash. There. That's it's a very good tip. Two other ones. It well, is... Uh, Room temp water will hydrate you faster than cold water. Another reason you get dehydrated is uh, lack of sodium as you sweat it out. Mm-hmm. May not like them. Salted peanuts. They're a great snack. They're good for you. They're packed full of protein. That helps a lot. The other thing is that somebody who works outside, a dry shirt and dry pair of underwear will improve your mood and make you feel so much better. <laughs> that's why that's why Slade takes all his clothes off before he enters the job site. <laughs> yeah. I've I've left so many job sites like and just changed clothes into like some gym shorts or something a lot lighter. Yeah. But the the dry clothes that you've sweated through, instant mood bringer and you'll feel a lot better. Yeah. In weather like this, make sure that your short your your boxes or whatever are sufficiently elasticated else that can result in chafing, which is never a good thing. It hurts. It do. There you go. There's some top tips from the Game Club pod. I'm sure when you tuned in today, this is not what you expected. (laughs) It's the thing about dipping a paper towel in salt water and then wrapping wrapping it around a glass bottle to freeze it quicker. Is that true? I don't think so. I don't think it is. I know... I'm about to say, I just... I don't know. I'm so used to being hot here, just I don't think about it. See, I love the heat. Another I bought one for you is if buy you, a pool. That's what I did. You, if you want to cool down quickly, put your wrists under the cold tap because That's it's true. where it's where your blood is uh, closest to the surface. So it'll cool the blood and then it'll pump it round. Ah, there it's you go. like, it's like making water cooling, a, but for the body. It's a exactly. human radiator. Exactly. Um, anyway, we are here to talk about video games, gentlemen, not to talk about how sweaty Tim's testicles are. Um, so, we are here to talk about Journey, a game developed by that game company and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. It has three different release dates. 13th of March, 2012 on PS3, the 21st of July, 2015 on PS4, and the due in June 2019 for Windows and iOS. It's an adventure art game that has received lots of praise. I didn't write down its awards because prepared uh, but it got a 9 out of 10 on steam 93% on open critic and 5 out of 5 on common sense media um tim what did you think of journey 
So I've played Journey a lot before this on the PS3, uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. I thought one of the most unique aspects of it was, uh, and I don't know if you guys got this, certainly because Journey's a fair few years old now, uh, the fact that you can just encounter random other players that happen to be in the same area as you. And you'll only ever get one encounter per, um, per thing, per area that you're in. But you almost spend a lot of time with this character, uh, with this other person that you meet. And the only way you can communicate is by having your character sing and jump in place. Um, and it's it's very, very strange how like almost you're like, no, my friend's gone. We actually get to the end of an area. Now, I don't know if you're going to get that in this modern day because Journey, as I said, is quite old now. But I think in terms of gameplay, it still holds up. I still remember where every single scarf was. So I got the max length scarf. Um, I... I can remember pretty much every area looking as stunning as the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this game. And you played it on the steamy steam deck. Played it on the steamy steam deck. <sighs> How did it play on the steam deck? Beautifully. That was absolutely beautiful. Steam, um, Tim's steamy corner. I, it took me about 90 minutes to beat this thing. It's <laughs> very short. That was Tim's steamy steam corner. Slade, uh, is this your first time playing Journey? Yes, because I was thought. I was not a PS3 person, and Tim, I had two random people hop in with me. There you go. Uh, one of them showed up, and Joey told me beforehand, if somebody shows up and they have like a really long scarf, um, that's like an experienced player, pay attention to them, follow them. My, the first dude I met, or I'm assuming dude, Prick. <laughs> How do you get someone who's Prick in this game? Prick. Constantly spamming the... Um, the little like singing note stuff. If I wasn't going exactly where they were and like, you know, snugged right behind them, you know, if I was trying to like look around at something that I, you know, caught my eye, all I heard was like, and I'm like, okay, finally I got annoyed with him and I just left him be to ping forever ended the level and uh, moved on without him. <laughs> and then later in the game, I went through uh, several levels uh, by myself. Uh, and then later somebody came up behind me and I had a really long scarf at this point. And they had a really short one and they, I guess, thought I was the experienced player. So they just followed me around like a puppy. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) But do you see what I mean about you almost feel a bond with it? Maybe not your first one, but the second one, you've almost felt a bond with them in the area. No, I wanted him to go away. I was enjoying exploring the world by myself. (laughs) Um, What did you think of the world in the game, Slade? Um, You know, I think we said this, or at least I did, about... Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and I think we all kind of agree that, or some would agree, or have had this thought that, like, if you could turn off the enemies and just go walk around and experience this world that's kind of decayed and ending, and at the very tail end of things, it's a beautiful thing to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it kind of gave me that vibes of what I had asked for, but then I didn't realize how much I'd miss things kind of like. I guess different interactions. Although there's the one, I guess, scary bit, the with scary giant bit. with the giant robot fish, mm. which I got an achievement for not getting caught by them. I yep. just thought I was doing what I was supposed to. I didn't realize that was a challenge. Well, yeah. yeah, but it's, I mean, for full full clarity, I got caught with by them on this run. Uh, I'd never played it on PC before, so I didn't get that achievement. Okay, so it's uh, yeah. So so I mean, you've touched a little bit on there, Slade. Did you enjoy the game? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> there you go. That's what you tuned in for, listener. Um, anything else, Slade, you want to say? 
Um, did I have anything in my notes? I don't think I had much in here. Oh yeah, this was a PS3 demo game, no. right? If I'm no. not mistaken, not demo. I mean, like when, or I guess a launch title for the PS3 no. was it? It was no. not a launch title. It was very heavily promoted by Sony. I can distinctly remember having a journey theme on my PS3. That's that's why I was thinking it was because I remember seeing all the material at the time, but didn't have a PS3 then. I was a 360 kid, and PS3 owners were nerds. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I did write someone's solving all my puzzles. That was the other thing about the dude who wouldn't quit pinging me in the beginning of the game. Okay. Yeah. Anything oh, else you want to cover? No, not really. That's about I it. think I think the dude that was pinging you was was doing things with the best intentions. Um, they were trying to get you through the thing and do the puzzles and get you as long a scarf as they could. And I'll explain the scarf in, in a minute. But um, I do think it was with the best intentions. That's what it sounds like. Sounds like they were a bit pushy, but um, a bit pushy. It was a lot of push. Do you know the thing about um, you know you were saying about the experienced players have the longest scarves? Do you Mm -hmm. have do you have to tell the most experienced players? No. If you get all the scarves in a run on your next run, your entire character's costume and their scarf becomes white and gold. Ah, there you go. I'm guessing that they didn't have that slave. No, they just had a really long scarf. There you go. Um. So I thought this game is excellent and holds up beautifully after 11 years of release. Uh, I played Journey on my friend's PS3. I was at a party at university and he went, you like video games? And I said, yeah. So we left the party to go and play this game um, that had just come out because I'm that kind of cool kid. Uh, I remember distinctly um, that friend texting me the next morning saying, I got pretty drunk in the end, but I leave. Us, I remember us leaving to play uh, PS3 from a party. Hashtag cool kids. So um, that's, that's where we're at. I think this game has a really lovely minimalist art style that means that it has held up really well. Um, it wouldn't if if someone presented this to me in 2023, I wouldn't have gone. Oh God, this is two generations out of date. Um, I think that the landscapes are beautiful. I think that the music in this game is stunning and really well written. I think this is a great game. And I think it's it's a, it's a demonstration on how you can make a journey, sta- a journey, a game stand the test of time. Um, does anyone disagree with what I've said there? Not really. This is also brings us back to like that art direction thing that mm. it, it, it's always going to look good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they committed to an art direction. They didn't get right, hyper-realism, more uh, technically capable hyper-realism. Right, right. So with the art direction, I mean, it's always going to look good. And like Joey said, it does look like something that you would see, you know, up for pre-order on Steam at the moment or mm. in the Nintendo eShop. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm, it's one of those games that actually I'm surprised they haven't bought. I know it's a Sony game, but I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't made an appearance on a Nintendo platform because it feels like it perfect for something yeah. they would make absolutely yeah so should i should i run into the journey <laughs> shall i run into the story of journey take Please us do. on a journey okay so you start off uh you're just what? a small no town girl you're living <laughs> in a lonely, lonely world, world. <laughs> um and then there's this midnight train going anywhere there's also a city boy born and raised yeah, in south detroit born and raised in south detroit yeah um and then he took a midnight train going anywhere. Yeah. Um, 
they see each other in a smoky room. The smell of wine and cheap perfume. It's great how they included Smell-O-Vision in this. Uh, yeah, it was really good. I, I don't know any more of the song. I actually really don't like the song Don't Stop Believe. It's very overplayed. It's very overplayed. Anyway, so the story of Journey. You are a um, humanoid character. I pilgrim, can't say that you're human. I guess. Well, you are a pilgrim, but you are your character model is human-like, but it's never confirmed that you are a human. It's actually probably most likely that you're not. Uh, you start off in a desert, and you're given very little information uh, other than there's a huge beacon of light that you start to head towards. And in each area, you... Sorry, before we get to each area, you have a scarf. Your scarf is attached to your character the whole time. Your scarf dictates how high you can jump and fly. And... Um, extend the scarf by solving puzzles and finding scarf pieces and as your scarf extends you can go higher and higher therefore completing levels quicker and quicker and quicker being able to bridge to the next area as you travel through the world you get a flashback or a tile that looks a bit like a cave painting and it explains that you are going through this land and the 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 role of your character is to make it to the beacon of light that you can see throughout all of the game apart from when you're underground that's one thing i love is the objective is always very clear and forward facing it is um besides that it's really hard to explain a story because it's it, there are no words in this game there's no dialogue whatsoever the whole thing is told through the music and told through uh characters communicating with each other with a single note so each character am i right in thinking that your character's note will be unique within the game that's correct when someone joins your game they can't talk to you they can push a button and it'll ping a sound that sound is unique to that person within your game correct um and the point is to get to the end get to the beacon and find out what the beacon is now there's a lot of speculation as to what this game is I think, personally, it's about life. And you start off completely, bless you, Tim, you start off completely inexperienced. You start off completely not knowing where you are. But the world is open and it's massive and it's wondrous. You go down into the depths and you feel confined and locked in, but you have more experience, so you are more mobile. And then you go back out into the open where you are not in full control over what you're doing because the elements are against you the wind is blowing you around your character eventually drops to their knees and looks like to me it looks like they die and then you enter a spirit world where you have a a scarf the size of tim name something really big um me tim you have a scarf the size of tim and there's loads of recharge points all the way through it. And you can just fly through to the top of the beacon of that level. And then at the end of the game, you walk into the beacon and the screen goes white. And then you get the credits which reflect over your journey, over all the different areas. The players that you meet along the, be- along the way, by the way, are also in the credits of the game. Very cool. Yeah. I don't think this game is about life as such. I think it's more about the end of life. Um Okay. I think it's about passing on to an afterlife. Okay. I think that's fair. 
for, for probably for the same reasons that I am. Uh, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, I think it's uh, just a different frame of reference. Slave, what did you think it was about? I thought it was a journey through like the end of the world and then on to the afterlife. Okay. So basically the same as what Tim has said. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Very I suppose cool. it depends on your outlook on like how optimistic or pessimistic you are. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought I was looking at like, you know, an ancient civilization and you're you know, like a last I guess entity would be the nice word to use. That's yeah. kind of what I got as well, that you were the last of the pilgrims. Because if you look around each area, you'll find these individual paintings that Joey alluded to earlier. And by singing to these paintings, the paintings light up and they tell you a little story about what happened to like the different tribes of pilgrims and the kind of things they encountered. And it's to me, at least I kind of got the idea that you were the last of them, which is why the, I, I, the big pilgrim, I don't know what to call it. God, basically is very, Pil- very pilgrim that the pilgrim, um, <laughs> Bill Wallace and Bill Gromit. When um, when we make dumb jokes like that, Slade can't even hide the eye rolling. It's uh... no, we just just roll with it. It's easier. Um, But no, when the the Pilgrim will will greet you at the end of each level, Um, and to me, that's kind of almost like an imagery of God, like looking over you. But I don't know. Maybe I'm looking a little too much into it at that point. No, I think that's fair. Uh, What? Slade, what was your favorite level in the game? No, we should, um, sorry, I should say, we all completed this game. It's not always with the Game Club Pod that we get through it all, but we all completed this game. 90 minutes. Yeah. So I think, Slade, I think my play favorite? was like an hour, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, mine was, there's this bit where you're going up like this uh, circular room. Mm-hmm. Tower, where the, the water's yeah, coming up. Yeah, yeah, and it's the, well, is it water or sand? Water. I don't know. I, I took it to be like sand because, you know, that's what you've been in the whole time. But yeah, going up that was really neat and how you had to activate stuff. And then you also learned a little more about the world each time, too. Lots cool. of cave paintings in that room. Yeah. Tim, what about you? What was your favorite area? There is one part that I always, always, always think of whenever I think of this game journey. And it's a level where you can't go backwards because you're sliding down essentially like this landslide of sand. And there's a section where you slide through this indoor area and you can see the sunset behind, like in between the pillars and the music is just doing this swell and you turn a corner and you go just through this massive leap of faith. I don't know what it is about that bit, but I just thought that was outstanding um, in terms of its composition. I So that's mine as well, but I think it's mine because I've played Journey three or four times through, um, but the start of it is where one, all the marketing material is based. Everything is based in a desert. Um, but that bit where the camera turns, rather than being behind you and it's side on, mm. and you really get a, a feel for the scale of how far you have to go. Yeah. And the speed yeah. in which you're going as well. Yeah, it's very cool. I also have two other things. The one where you're, like, I guess playing, like, ski-free, and you're just sliding through the sand. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. downhill, that was fun each time. Where is that where you're following the scarves and they're, they're trying yeah, to take yeah. to? Yeah, that's yeah. very cool. Um, and the other one was in like the last level or nearing the end of the game, you're in like a, the snowy mountains because as you're mm-hmm. on your journey, you're going up and uphill progressively. And that's where I had the guy who was following me as if I was the experienced player. And there's this okay. bit with wind and you got to hide behind pillars so you don't get blown back. He kept getting blown back and I left his ass there. <laughs> I continued the game without him. <laughs> So one of the things I wanted to say was 
the journey community is awesome. After awesome as fuck. 11 years, uh, I have never, uh, 11 years, four playthroughs, I think, I've come across quite a few players and not one of them has been mean. And now Slade has ruined that whole community. Stained the reputation. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, what did you think your companions? Because you don't have a choice. Whether you're I didn't get a single companion this playthrough. Didn't you? Not oh, one. Such a shame. However, did you miss it? I, d- I did. I, it was my favorite element of the game. Because, again, I, I felt, because I haven't played through this game a number of times on the PlayStation, I that was my favorite element of it. Like the that little moment of bond where you're just like, oh my God, another player. And then you just like, you're with them and you're showing them things and they're showing you things. It's, mm. it's cool. It's something but really, really different. I think in journey that the point of it is you're so isolated in these vast areas for so long that when you hear that ping of someone else communicating with you, I'm like, there is someone else here. It doesn't feel so alone. I just, Especially, tr- especially for a game that is eleven years old, where yeah. people aren't playing it as much as they used to. Well, right. I got two companions in this. This run. yeah, um, I had two as well. I really think that one of the ones I ran across was Joey, and that was uh, the one pinging me constantly. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, no, I was the one that was getting blown away in the planet. <laughs> um, any favorite moments from Journey? I mean, like I said, the the side on pillar shot. That's that's a standout moment, but I know it's really corny to be like, oh, the end of the game because of the, the the big spectacle. But honestly, it feels like a triumph when you're going through that flying area. It feels yeah. really celebratory, celebratory of the whole journey you've been on. Yeah. My favorite was just before that, where you die. Mm. <laughs> so just to, just to bring the tone down and that, that freedom, you don't have it when you die. You're, you're climbing up a snowy mountain and the music is really, really powerful, but so is the wind. Mm. And it's blowing you left and right, and your character is slowing and slowing and slowing, and you just can't take it anymore. And they kneel down and they die. And I really thought that when I did it the first time, I remember thinking, "Oh my god, this is the end of the game." But then the relief when it's not is is really something. I just I, I don't think I can praise this game enough for what it what it. Yeah, did. when that happened, I was like, "Man, that's kind of fucked." For the ending <laughs> was like, you know, is what I said out loud. <laughs> nice. There was one thing I wanted to talk about. It's a really stupid thing. I think I mentioned it in um, a very early episode of Game Club Pod on the Bloodborne episode. I don't know what it is about cloth physics, but I love them in games when they're done right. And this game does cloth physics right. Something about uh, gliding along the tapestries and and the, Mm -hmm. the big woven carpets that are suspended by sand and magic. It's something very, very satisfying. But also on top of that, the the what I assume are like dragons. Yeah. made out of cloth and scar they're so cool and in that last level i don't know if you either of you guys did it you can actually ride that dragon almost yeah. all the way up to the top and yeah it just that. feels great it's like you're in the never-ending story yeah. I, I, saw it, I saw it there and i was like well i, I just have to land on it don't i was you know my <laughs> thought about it was like oh, i have to nice nice um do you want to describe what like the the one enemy in the game yeah yeah it's like a robot i thought it was like a stingray it's not really a stingray it's too bony so i don't really know what to call it myself it's like an eel with like bones and i would argue a stingray is more bony than an eel (laughs) no but not if you get rid of the eel skin which slade is prone to do 
<laughs> famous for uh, just you know you, you know you shake a sock out. That's what Slade does with eels and just straight out. <laughs> do you know if you do that with the snake, its head will pop off? Well, this took a dark turn. What about gerbils? Maybe if you whip it hard enough. <laughs> oh no! But oh. like, yes, it's it's like a remind me that that's a that's eel. a bleep story. I got to tell y'all that's a bleep story. Remind tell me later, and I'll just bleep. Back to journey. Back to, back to journey. Um, we we're talking uh, about the enemy. Yeah, but I don't. I'm so lost as to what we do after Slade Revelation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the design of it first and foremost, and what it does. Okay, go on, Tim. So, Slade thinks it's more of an eel. I think it's more of a stingray. And Joey says it's more of a dragon. Um, but the whole thing is that it just swims in the air, or it swims through the air, slightly above the ground with a big searchlight on its face. And if you're in a searchlight, it will hone in on you, come crashing down on you, and take some of your scarf. Which doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world. But you get oddly attached to the scarf because it's almost like a sign of an achievement for something you've done before, and they're taking that away from you. Right. That's it. That's it. That's the one enemy. Yeah. It crops up one or twice, once or twice, but that's about it. Well, there's also one point there's like two of them lurking around. Mm. But I thought it was telegraphed so well that you knew where they were attacking. Absolutely. Not attacking, but they were looking for you. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty clear white spotlight if you're if you're if you're in it, you're gonna get hit. The game doesn't need to come up with like a, a pause the game. Here's what happens when the enemy looks at you kind of <laughs> tutorial. It's it's just very clear and transparent that this is bad, based on the fact that you watched it five minutes before. Yeah. Um, okay. Any final thoughts on Journey? It's a short game. It's a yeah. really short game. Um, I think for me, I think. Well, no, I'll, I'll come on to that in my thoughts. Slade, can you give me your thoughts and a recommendation and a score, please? Sure. I'd recommend this. It's, <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of things I think it does that's pretty cool. Um, it's a little 7 out of 10. You definitely aren't wasting your time with it. It's worth the hour to an hour and a half you're going to play in it. And I like that the story is open-ended and interpret to your own interpretation, I guess. 7 out of 10 and recommend. Okay, Tim. Eight out of ten. Recommend game good, game pretty, game replayable. Cool. It's not like we're struggling for for time here, anyway, Tim. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to say? Um. Yeah. If you come across someone in the community, just be nice. Be nice to yeah. them. Slade. Yeah. Don't spam. Don't spam ping. Don't do that. They're just trying to help. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm it's with Tim. Nauseous. I give this an eight out of ten. Uh, highly recommend. It's like everyone said. My mine was nine, just under ninety minutes, um, and what a game! It's always in the sales. I think I got it for both of you um, on Steam. It was about one pound ninety nine. Yeah. The game is three point four gig, so it's not a huge burden on your hard drive. Um, yeah, it's well worth playing. And do and you... I I do think actually a good question for you both is it's described as an action art game. Do you think this is art? Yes. Well, yes, but the art subjective are more annoyed by action. Sorry, it's adventure, action. not action. Yeah. In Norway, sorry. So, just as a final thought, you know, this game to me is very, very cathartic in its movement and the things that you do. So, like, you know, when did you guys ever play Steep? 
by uh, Ubisoft. The snowboarding no. and skiing game. I did, but I really hated it. Okay. Scratch that, what Joey said. But uh, I personally found it, like, if you want a game to just kind of shut your brain off to, you've got a podcast on, you're just kind of grinding it out and just doing whatever and being like, this might be cool. This is one of those games to me. Yeah. It's very, very... In terms of gameplay, it, it doesn't require a lot of thinking, but uh, it is a beautiful game. And if you're looking for a story that's, you know... Doesn't need to be told with words, just pure imagery. Show, don't tell. This is it. Yeah, don't disagree. Good. Slate. I can't believe we're, we're all being so agreeable today. Oh, it's disgusting. Maybe we should choose a game that some of us hate. Um, on that note, uh, I recommend this game 8 out of 10. Tim recommends 8 out of 10. Slade recommends 7 out of 10. Slade, what does that give us? 7.6 repeating. Wow. Lovely. That's good. Uh, and on to that game that some of us are going to hate, some of us are going to love. Tim, it's your game next. What are we playing? We're playing Halo Combat Evolved. Thank you. Wow, that's really something. <laughs> I tried um, to make it like a supermarket tannoy system. I don't know if that uh, came across. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put an effect on your voice. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. So, from all of us at Game Club Pod... Slade, where can they find you? You can find me at Slade Plays Games on Twitter, Twitch, and any list. You can also find me at Slade's Life on Instagram. Thanks for mocking, Joey. It's not mocking. I just know word for word because you say it exactly the same every time. That's not true. I added an extra one in there. Uh, Twitch? Nope. I don't know then. Tim, where can people find you? You can find me at Wembembo on everything, including my other podcast, The Fanatic Pod where my friend Aya and I uh, get together once a week to watch the film Catwoman every week for a year. Good news, everyone. If we fix the problem with our distribution platform, you're no longer going through a two-month drought of episodes, so please catch up. (laughs) If you catch up, that's a good two and a half hours of Catwomen and cat stories and who's taller than Halle Berry and who isn't. I am on the Game Club pod Twitter as are both of these two. Uh, you can find us there. Get in touch. Also join our Discord. Really enjoy hearing the chat from you. Let us know what you think of the episodes. We're all in there. We all interact. Uh, and we really love seeing all of you interact as well with us yeah. there. Joey and Tim might play games with you. Might do. Might not. Who knows? We um, played Sea of Thieves recently. Mm-hmm. We bullied one sea captain. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, anyway, um, see you in two weeks' time. Or... In two minutes' time in the preamble. Bye, everyone. Incredible. You mean post amp? The post amp. It's a long day. Uh, does anyone have anything for the post amp before I start what I've got? Uh, no. I I still can't believe I fell out of my chair. <laughs> Are you okay? These. This is one of the few times that I wish we were a video podcast. Yeah. Just for that. It was good. It was really good. Just for me falling out of my chair. Um, you can do it. It does look sore. That does look sore. That's going to bruise for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of skin peeling. Oh, you got peelies? Yeah, little peelies. Um, Okay. But no peelies. Just peelies. I have a little surprise surprise for you both. Um, Well, actually, no. I've got a surprise for Slade. Slade, I know that you don't like the jingles for our quizzes. His mid-new okay. jingle. 
So, no, I haven't made a new jingle. I've altered an existing jingle, okay? Because I know you don't like the length of it. So I thought, I'll appease Slade. I'll change the length of it. We'll see what we're doing. Okay, so are you ready? Sure. It's going to be in the postamble. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be in the postamble. Welcome to the post table, everybody. Joey's a charming fellow and excellent game show, huh? Going for gold. The kids are so long. The time is right. It's time for you or me to build. You look like you know I've done this. People are coming. Everyone's trying. Jack needs to be the best that he can. To reach for the sky, because the stakes are so high. Going for gold. Going for gold. He's only gone and done it. <laughs> this is better. Are we going to copyright it for this? Maybe. Who cares? So, how do you feel about a second verse? <laughs> What Tim said about being a video podcast, Slade has walked away. Tim, do I play this again afterwards? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Are Are we just leaving this as it is in the episode? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, it's so good. It's a banger of a theme. If he, if he if he starts to come back, I'll stop and then I'll start. Just be like, oh you missed the best bit. So the time is right. He's back. He is back. Hey, Slade, welcome Slade, back. you missed the best bit, dude. <laughs> you missed the best bit. It's all right, don't worry. It's going to be in the post. Don't play it, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the post table, everybody. Joey's a charming fellow and excellent game show. Oh, you're going to get it a third time. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. This is Welcome a tragedy the for the audience. Everybody. Joey's a charming oh, fellow and excellent game it. show. Oh. Oh it's unstoppable. It's out of control. Nah, I've got it. I've stopped it. Okay, cool. You've reined it in. I've reined it in. I've calmed it down. <laughs> we are going to start it again for Slade. Oh, Joey, vindication time. Um, I was playing... Well, Payne was playing Unpacking. She was like, I want to try it. Okay. She also hated it. Okay, good. Slade. It's going to be in the post table. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be in the post table. You keep walking away. I'll Welcome keep to the playing. Post table, everybody. Joey's a charming fellow in Dexter. Joey's put a lot of work into this. Slade's a penis. Jack needs to be the best that he can To reach for the sky Cause the stakes are so high Going for, going for love 
Audience, is this what you're here for? No, I am. Like, your favorite verse. World, Genuinely, I hate this. Joey's over here dancing, like, in his chair. I went and got, uh, good combination, kids, is original spiced rum from Captain Morgan's and Dr. Pepper cooked together quite nicely. So, the game's on, and the time is right. It's time for you to play your game. People come in and we'll strike you. Trying to be the best they can. Good. Oh, I'm glad we got through it in the end. The full two minute jingle, which we'll bring back every week, hopefully. So, um, <laughs> this is the podcast. a simple game of going for gold. Um, I have the name of someone connected to video games in the real world, maybe not in the real world. Uh, I have five clues for each of them. I want you to have a guess on each um, clue. Is that? I'm sorry, I was not paying attention. What's up? We've played this before, Slade. <laughs> you know how it, to play. A clue. We buzz in, and it's someone related to video games. What? It's um, a new jingle, but the same game. It's not a new jingle. It's just the same jingle, but longer. Um, when you have your answer, I want you to say your name, and I will tell you who to answer. Okay. Got that? Sure. Great. So the first one is, I'm the protagonist of my game series, but the series is not named... Oh my god, let me read that again. Are you good? I hiccuped and vomited in my mouth a little bit. I am the protagonist of my game series, but the game series is not named after me. Tim. Tim? I'm going to go with Master Chief. Incorrect. Slade? Um, Commander Shepard. Incorrect. Ooh, that's uh, a good one, though. Clue two. I'm said to be seven foot six tall. Slade knows what that feels like. Uh, who's tall? Not who's taller, Tim, just who's tall. Halle Berry. Tim. <laughs> Tim. Is it Super Ed from Toxicity? <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. I said, like you were close, nowhere near. Slade, do you want to have a guess? Marcus Phoenix? Incorrect. Uh, clue number three. I was killed by my father in the second installment of the series. I later go on to return the favour. Oh, Tim. Tim? Is it Kazuya Mishima? No, it's not. Damn. <laughs> Slade? I don't know his name, but it's the protagonist from Metal Gear. Like the main Metal Gear games, whatever his name is. Incorrect. Snake? Is that his actual? I don't know. it. Uh, clue number four. I am said to be able to lift 30 quintillion tons or the weight of the Earth's crust. 
Who could this be? That is the game. That is the game. <laughs> Slade. Slade? Uh, is it Danky Kong? Incorrect. Uh, Tim? There's one more clue after this. Is it Beautiful Joe? Incorrect. Clue number five is a single word. Are you ready? Boy. Tim. Tim? It's Kratos. Well done. It is Kratos from the God of War series. There you go. Um, on to number two. Boy. Boy. Dad and number boy two. simulator. Clue one. I am the antagonist of the game I appear in. Tim. Tim? Sephiroth. Incorrect. Slade? Akechi? Incorrect. Clue number two. My death was in 1940. That in 19... 1940? Yep. 1940. Slade? Yep. Dr. Richthofen? Incorrect. Okay. Uh, the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> you got it right now. What? Um, <laughs> clue number three. My full name is made up of two first names. Hmm. I am a first name, first name. Shall I move on? Yeah. I got a clue. Clue number four. I have a catchphrase synonymous with the game I appear in. Any guesses? Not a clue. Uh, Slade. Slade? Sonic the Hedgehog. Gotta go fast. Gotta go on to question five, because that's wrong. Um, question Clue number five is I own and live in Rapture. Oh, uh, Tim. Yes. Uh, it is... What's his face? Um, would you kindly... <laughs> oh, what's he fucking Come on, called? would you kindly give me the answer? Oh, I'm playing it. I'm... Uh... We're gonna have the, to the only, for an the only name that's coming to mind right now is Adam Driver, and I know that's hold not on, right. Hold on, Adam Driver. That I know it's not right. Too close. You were almost a jibble. That is incorrect, Slade. I, I'm playing it right now, and I have no idea what his name is. Are you not even gonna have a guess? I can't. It's Stevie McWeavy. Stevie. Well, that. That's right. Well done. <laughs> wow. It's, it's Andrew Ryan. That's uh, it. That guy. So we have... Oh, that's not the would you kindly guy. Well, you know, that's what it says on his Wikipedia. He's not um, the would you kindly guy, though. Well, would you kindly shut up and go along with the Wikipedia? Um, so we have one left. Now, if Slade gets this, I don't know what to do for a tiebreaker. I'll Point come flip. up with something. I'll come up with something. 1v1 me and rest. <laughs> wow. Um... Clue number one. I was born on the 24th of May, 1983 in Warwickshire, England. Tim. Tim. Peter Molyneux? Incorrect. Slade? Yahtzee Groshaw? It is Yahtzee <laughs> Groshaw. Well done. Um, God, let me have a look really quick. Is Peter Molyneux English? He is. Yeah. I yes. had no idea. He's also a prick. Yeah. I played this game Cube on phones, if you guys ever played that. Who 
who was the real dickhead developer? The Fez guy. You remember he was the one oh, who Phil was Fish. like, yeah, he was like, I'm taking he, my toys home and we're not yeah, doing this. He really threw his uh, toys out of the pram. Yeah. Um, I bet he's not the lovely Lucas Pope. Which one's uh, it? Sure. <laughs> Papers, please. All right. You know that game we played? Like We, we just played. Week Man, I don't know. It was like four weeks okay. ago or something. Tiebreaker question. The closest wins. Nothing to do with video games. Oh. How many stars are on the Brazilian flag? I've watched a thing about this the other day. Can you, can you please put your hands up, both of you, so I know you're not Googling. Who wants to go first? You haven't taken into account toe Googling. Um, <laughs> or toogling. Toogling. <laughs> Joke's on you. I can't. I'm wearing Crocs. <laughs> uh, I, Tim, I'm going to go with 28. Okay, Slave. 25. Tim wins. Ah. Fatality. The answer is, well, Slade, if you had gone with 26, I would have had to come up with another tiebreaker. The answer is 27 stars on the Brazilian. Wow. Wow. Congratulations, Tim. You thank are this you. week's winner. I um, thank you. I'd, I'd like to thank my YouTube algorithm for suggesting a, fla- a flag video. Uh, how well do you know flags? I don't know them very well, but I found myself watching a lot of flag-related vex. Uh, vex- is this is it vexicology? Is that the flag one? Is this because of the flag video I sent you? No, I watched a guy getting a video of a guy getting as many flags from around the world as he could just by emailing the embassies. Ah, uh, okay. So, listener, um, when you come back in two weeks, back to Virgin Corner, um, you'll be met <laughs> with more of this talk. So, so, see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.